Okay, and uh, hello. Uh, welcome to episode number six. Yeah, podcast six. Of yeah. the Bug Guys podcast. And I'm Jacob. And I'm Jack. And we're going to talk about The Alchemist uh, in this podcast. Something we I've never mentioned in any other podcast. And something else I haven't mentioned in any other podcast was the fact that I learned to speak Spanish. So, just for as a joke, because I mentioned it many times. You say it all the time. I know, I every mentioned it in every podcast. podcast yeah. so, um, oh, did you know I speak Spanish? Yeah, oh, and I'm learning German. Yeah. yeah, but to be fair, one of the episodes, it was very relative. Yeah, so, that's right. But yeah. other things. Cool. Uh, the book, uh, The Alchemist, is by Paulo. Paulo. Oh, Paulo. Coelho. Coelho. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I butchered, Brazilian. I butchered that name. Uh, <laughs> published in 2012. Um, so yeah. I know it was that edition. Was oh, this in edition. 2012, but The oh. Alchemist was published in like the 80s, I think. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, right. we talked about it in in one of the other books. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Brazilian man, Paulo Coelho, and he grew up wanting to be uh, an author, but his parents didn't want him to do that. They wanted him to be, I think, someone like an engineer or something. And um, he ended up, his parents ended up sending him to, how I, don't, I can't remember the technical term for it, like um, a form of treatment involving electrocution. Like, um, oh, wow. Electro- Electrotherapy. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right. To try and cure him of this whatever wanted to be a writer when was this what what year was this when was this i think like the 50s or something yeah and then yeah and he it's scary to think that wasn't long ago like 70 years yeah. ago like these he is years. i think he's in his 80s or something he's old, 70s he sounds old, old doesn't he, he yeah old. he's wrote many other books as well yeah he um this was the second book he wrote i think actually but this was the one that took off and yeah. started his career and it's now uh, sold 65 million copies. Yeah. One of the, I think it's one of the most read books in the world in terms of like top 10 behind Don Quixote. And I think the first being, can you guess what the first is? It's really obvious. Is it Harry Potter? No. The Bible? Yeah, the Bible. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes. If you're going to guess the most read books, you'd either guess Harry Potter yeah, or, or the Bible. The Bible. Yeah. But I guess Harry Potter's the series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one oh. day we'll have to do a podcast on Don Quixote. I've got it in Spanish. I'm going to read it. It's like the Shakespeare of Spanish. It's meant to be like every Spanish person said, "Don't read it." It's just pointless. But it's meant to be an amazing book. So oh yeah, why not read it? Read it. Yeah, do it. Go for it. Um, All right. So um, the book starts out um, with a boy who's a shepherd. Yeah, shepherd boy, named. San Santiago? Yeah, Santiago, yeah. Um, I only know that because I looked at the first page. <laughs> yeah, Santiago. <laughs> um, and basically he um, goes to and from towns, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, get his, Yeah, yeah. Um, like getting his sheep sheared and selling stuff and feeding them and watering them. Um, quite an avid reader himself. Yeah. Um, within Within the book. And basically, it starts out. That's how it starts out. And uh, essentially, he has a dream um, of traveling the world. Um, well, the dream is about treasure. I thought beforehand tra- he wanted to see other places. Didn't yeah, he? yeah. He talks about how he how yeah. he likes to travel. That's yeah. what he wants to do. And then but the he actual... comes across 
yeah. the dream. He has an actual dream, like yeah. a sleep dream, not yeah. like an objective or goal. Where he finds treasure. The treasure, well, it's treasure buried at pyramids. Yeah. In Egypt. Yeah. And it takes him on this adventure. Mm. So he ends up selling the sheep. Yep. Um, spoilers alert, by the way. We should probably say this in the beginning of the podcast. We say it now for the other podcast. Tatiri, you know? Yeah, but I'm just giving but yeah, people warning. We are like, going to uh, talk about the book and reveal a lot of the story. Yeah. Because we couldn't do that. Well, without. It would be very hard to it talk be a, about it. It wouldn't be a book review otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> and if people still read it, we don't you know, huh. reveal every book, detail. Made a paper yeah. with words written on them. Yeah. Not bad. Seven out of ten. Um, yeah, so he sells his sheep. Um, but prior to that, he uh, comes in contact with a king. Yeah. Uh, because the king knows about his dream. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind you know, of. Yeah, like he speaks yeah, to him about his dream and what yeah. it means and... Yeah. Um, I think it's called, is it Malkachek or something? I can't remember how to pronounce it. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, have I got it written down here? But, uh... Yeah, well, I think it's like Malkachek or something. Um, yeah. Well, first off, he... How it starts is he has the dream mm. and he starts kind of... Uh, wrestling with himself, should he, should he follow it? That's yeah. the first question. Is it worth following the dream? Because it's just a dream. So, in order to find out more about it, he goes to a gypsy. Oh, that's that's where things get yeah. interesting. Um, before that, well, let's. The book really is is kind of. It, I guess I don't know if you got this, but I got it as it. it it kind of it encourages you to follow your dream to follow your dream individually oh, sure. the reader yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's kind of what it's doing in the story is it's laying out all the questions and problems and um, uh, reservations you have about following your dream oh of course and it's yeah. kind of through metaphors he he encounters which are representative to real life he sees his metaphors in terms of omens, though, doesn't he? Yeah, Eventually, yeah. he learns about omens. Yeah. And how he should follow these omens. Um, basically, leading him on the path to finding mm. his treasure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but after he meets with the gypsy... Mm. Um, I can't what happens. Wow, yeah. So... First, we go to the gypsy because yeah. he's heard that gypsies interpret dreams. Yeah. And he wants to know: Is it real? What does it mean? Sure. Was it just a dream, or should he follow it? Yeah, yeah. And so he goes to the gypsy woman to interpret his dream, and she says, that "You should follow this dream and go and get the treasure." Yeah. But she gives him. Uh, she kind of um, gives him a reason to do it like backs him and what she does is she says don't pay me anything now for interpreting the dream but when you find the treasure give me a portion give of me, it. yeah give me some of the treasure yeah and that's something she does to encourage him to go and find it yeah gives him a bit of extra courage for him to take it seriously mm-hmm. so then he after that he decides that he is going to 
Go for it. Take yeah, take it seriously. Well, that's one of the first people. Yeah. Um. He encounters. We'll go through the story as we go along. Yeah, sure. And we've also got things to talk about which are quite interesting. So you know when he he goes to the merchant every so often to get his yeah. sheep shear and he makes and the the merchant's daughter is there. Yeah. He like kind of. Falls and he likes it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of something we all do, isn't it? Where you. Every, we all find something to keep us keep us coming to where we are place. yeah yeah to stop us going to pursue kind of other things yeah. but it's it's very rarely worth it yeah that makes sense if, uh, i think yeah. we well i never got that so fair play for interpreting uh, that so. yeah so what it's a merchant's daughter that's my phone getting an email great um let me just put that on there we go <laughs> um so the merchant's daughter wondered why she's talking to him, and she kind of annoys him a bit, because he he's reading a book, and she asks him, um, you know, well, you can read, because I guess in that scenario, in that time, when this is set, he not a lot of people, yeah. could only educate people who were, I guess, wealthy or come from, yeah. were lucky to be able to, uh, were able to read, and so he he went to a school and he was going to learn to be a, a priest yeah that's so right. he learned to read and then she asked him you know if you if you can learn to read why did you become a shepherd yeah but he had his own reasons to become a shepherd yeah. and the way i interpreted that was you come across a lot of people in life with great talent skills but don't necessarily utilize them yeah because they don't want to they don't want to follow you know that it's not what they want to do path. Yeah, yeah. You, come, you get that a lot especially out of Hollywood movies don't you where yeah. they're like they, you know the dad wants them to be a businessman or yeah. a doctor or something a they're like player. you know yeah. I want to be a hamster trainer yeah kind of thing um, and yeah and I think that that's a good a good place to start because it was kind of opening up to he's doing what he wants to do mm, for sure what what I don't know, did you get that from that bit? Yeah. That he, yeah, that he was talking about. He was given his reasons. He does this because he wants to do it, even though other people... Yeah, wanted to do something else. Mm. Yeah. 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 And I think after that, he goes to the gypsy. After that bit, I think. And then... He goes to the gypsy, and then he's... Um, in another place, and he meets a, uh, a guy who is dressed as an Arab. Yes. It's... The king, king yeah. of Salem, he he's says like, he is. Yeah. And, um... He's almost, like, undercover, isn't he? Yeah. He's like... Kind of, yeah. He's kind of coincidentally appeared. Yeah. In the play. And this is to do with the language of the universe. That's one, yeah. Yeah. Can you explain a bit about the language of the universe? From, from reading the book, do you remember, like, any little bits, tidbits, or...? Um... What I got from it is the language of the universe was about love. Hmm. That's what I interpreted it as. Yeah. Um, everyone's on this path to find, be, and to give love. Hmm. So essentially, it's in all of us. Yeah. Um, that's why I interpret it from that bit, like the language. Of yeah, the, yeah. The world. Yeah. This this unspoken language that yeah. we all connect with. Yeah. And it, you can you can learn to speak it by About, finding it sure. in things that you've done. Yeah. Because we all we all have it 
inside of us. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And then he he kind of furthers that by talking about sheep. Yeah. And how they can't speak to each other because they don't speak. Well, it would be Spanish because he's Spanish, boy in Andalusia. Yeah. And he doesn't speak sheep, but somehow he, <laughs> he communicates with them and they understand each other, kind yeah. of thing. And that's kind of like the universe, the language of the universe, and that's how they communicate. Yeah. It's quite a spiritual. Yeah. Because I got from this book, I got that it is, it does cater on to like religion, mm. being spiritual, and stuff like that. So, which I, which again, is not books I'm really that into. But get, like after reading this book, it's um, quite an eye opener. I find a lot of the the metaphors in there you can relate to real life, though. I think there are a lot of yeah, definitely good life lessons yeah. in terms of doing what you want to do, yeah. and it kind of encouraging you yeah. to to keep going and to do it, to be a bit courageous and go yeah, after yeah. what you want. Um, so I do kind of like, I don't necessarily believe in omens. I wouldn't really be able to explain what an omen is. Hmm. But I definitely believe in karma. Yeah. If you do good, you get good. Hmm. If you do bad, bad things happen. Yeah. It's just yin and yang, isn't it? It's kind of the universe, like he yeah. talks about in the book, the universe does something to help you. Yeah. But we'll get to that bit. But only if you're willing to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Like, um... So he go. He meets this king. This guy who tells him he's a king. Yeah. The boy's a bit sceptical. Yeah, sure. But the king starts to make convince him because he starts telling him things that he wouldn't know unless he already told him. And he gives him. He has this kind of gold breastplate. Yeah. He stones in it. He's kind of hit hiding yeah, it. Yeah. It's isn't called he? Urim and uh, Thummin. Umin and Furmin. Yeah, I think. Yeah. From and, and he says, you know, these will answer your questions. They're stones, aren't they? Yeah, they're stones. Yeah, yeah. And you throw them. Yeah. You'll you'll get answers from this because this is when he's introducing omens. Like, yeah. You know, and I think that was one of the first ones for me where I thought we do. I think we get omens about things. There's a there's a certain thing telling us whether to do it or not. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like for me as. Loopy as it sounds, because I'm a very logical person. Yeah. But I do like all this stuff. I don't. I don't necessarily believe in coincidence that much. As in, I. I think some things are, can be signs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. You know, to uh, a bit of a nudge. To you to tell you, Whether do this do and do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And he gives him um, these stones, and he says, "Well, right." And then he convinces him by saying. Sell me some of your sheep, and you'll have enough money. Because he has to cross, obviously, the sea from Spain, bottoms of Spain, that you can get to Morocco. Yeah. Because to get to get to Egypt, he has to get to Morocco first. Yeah. Across the kind of North African desert, basically, to yeah. get to Egypt. So he has to go to Morocco. But he's um, still got reservations, doesn't he? And there was there's a bit where he he goes to to buy a ticket he goes up to the window and he thinks about it and then he he backs out and then he, he walks off it. yeah and then the guy says oh there we go another yeah. another dreamer and yeah, that yeah. was like i would say a metaphor for we all do it where we we go to a point where we go shall i do it or not yeah. we you're at that yes or no yeah aren't you do i go for it do i be brave 
and go for it. Mm. Have you ever had that? Like you, yeah, you're gonna do it, and you kind of. I know I've definitely had it, but it's thinking of a scenario where it's happened to me. Mm. And we all do um, it. Like, is this a good idea? Should I go for it? Yeah. It's all about like trying anal mm. <laughs> or cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I have never. So no, well. neither have I. <laughs> One of those things. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say which. Um, but. Because they relate into the book about the first, the universe will test your courage to see if you're serious about doing this. Yeah. So that was almost a test. Yeah, that was a yeah. test. Yeah. Was it? Was he? Did he have the courage or not? They te- yeah. it constantly tests your courage hmm. with scary things and bad things, which I like that it kind of simplifies things. Um, and we all get that. Yeah, definitely. We, we all get our courage tested, don't we? Because we give ourselves a hundred reasons why not to. Yeah. And that's the universe no putting something in your way to go, go on then. Right. Yeah. Try me, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come at me. Um, there is a bit where the boy um, talks to his father and tells him what he wants to do. Because his father says, you know, I think you should stay here. Yeah. Become a priest and stuff and be the kind of... He respects his decision though, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he, he encourages him and says, okay, then he... It, um, boy's father gives him the money to buy a flock and travel so this was before the kind of story starts mm. but this is what made him become a shepherd shepherd because that was his first dream initially he wanted yeah. to be a shepherd not a priest because he wanted to travel because mm. he liked traveling he didn't like to be in one place and his father gives him the money to do it he says go on then you do it and this will be a lesson for you because he says you'll travel everywhere mm. and you'll realize that where you come from is the most beautiful and best place the most beautiful women yeah that you can you can go yeah and you're and so what that lesson was was you need to go away to learn to appreciate what you have what you have yeah in the first place yeah I think people learn that in you you definitely do learn that don't you like there's there's different ways of um, figuring that out like um you never truly appreciate what you have until it's almost gone. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think that's... Towards the end of the book, he definitely learns that. Hmm. Yeah. Because he wants to get away so badly. Yeah. Uh, he wants to explore these different places. Hmm. Um, and obviously leading him onto Egypt. Yeah. Right, right. It's big... Um big journey I there is a quote I liked at the start which I wrote down it says it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life worth living or makes life interesting sorry that's the quote not worth living so I'll say it again properly Mm. it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting Mm. which I think that is what fuels all of us isn't it no who we are we all dream of something yeah most kids now dream of being a tiktoker yeah or youtuber and there are some out there who are there just every day yeah and they're only basically tiktoking away as grim as it sounds a lot of people are only out here because you know rather than kill themselves they're only really alive because they think of the possibility of their dream coming true yeah really that's what fuels a lot of people isn't it and when you meet positive people that's because they're just so yeah they just want it they're more to the side of pursuing their dream and thinking one day it could come true rather than give up definitely yeah, yeah. and stop which I really, I really like that quote um, so I made a note here he finds a gypsy woman 
Who asks for a share of his treasure yeah. when he finds it. This is a sign that meets someone who believes in you and your dream. That's how I interpreted it. That's, uh, Is there any way you interpreted it? Well... The way I saw that was just that she wanted to get paid. Yeah, but he always talks about, like, gypsies having hidden agendas and stuff. That's true, yeah. Um, So maybe she knew. Maybe mm, she knew that he would find it. Well, and that's a kind of a message to us, that when we have a dream is... Yeah. You you always do it, don't you? You, When you tell someone you want to do something... Yeah. Some people will go, that's stupid, you can't do that. But you also... Yeah, you want people... You want to be surrounded by people who are going to, like, support you in your decision. Mm. I mean... uh, but not I think necessarily that's just support, like actually no, but like, believe that you can do yeah, it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I people are going to be should. like, oh, you're going to be able to, you know, you're going to be a good writer or a football player or an mm. actor or, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think you definitely need to be surrounded by other positive minds. Yeah, and it's kind of listen to those people yeah, rather just than as much the, or more yeah. than the negative ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because there, it feels like you're... Yeah. Don't we leave it up to them yeah. to determine? I got a really good story about this. Yeah. So it. obviously you know Scott. Mm. So when it was like the start of like lockdown, and that, um, well more yeah, see like mid lockdown maybe it was like May time, and it was like really nice weather. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it was like really hot for a while? Um, Scott had an idea of basically buying a buying a one of those ice cream bicycles. Yeah. And he basically sussed it all out. He sussed out how much he needed to buy it. Hmm. He had the money. Um, and how much it would cost to, like, the ice cream and running it all and the insurance. Like, he had that all down to a T. Yeah, yeah. And then he also, like, he knew how much he was going to um, sell the ice creams for. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, all I need to do is ride down to, like, or get the trains like Exmouth or Dawlish. Or he could drive down. Yeah. And then, do you know what I mean? He can, like, fit everything in his car. Um, and he hadn't told me this at this point. Hmm. Um, but he he was speaking to other people, and they were like, don't do it. And he was like, really? And they were like, yeah, don't do it. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. Um, you know, you're only going to be doing it for the summer months. But the thing is, at that time, he wasn't working. Yeah. Because obviously he was furloughed, like most people. Um, and then we met up, and he told me about it. And I was like, you should go for it. And he was just like, people have already told me not to. Yeah. And I'm like, why listen to them? Mm. Like, you literally already had everything figured out. Why didn't you just go for it? And he was just like, I wish I listened to you now. Yeah, yeah. Now he regrets it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can do it next time. It's a shame. Yeah, exactly. But But I said to him as well, I was like, you can even, so you have two options. When the summer season's over, you can either keep the bike for next year, or you can sell it on later, like, next year to someone else who wants it. Yeah. You know? Like, imagine imagine the amount of money you could sell. Like, literally, because no one ever buys ice cream on their own. Yeah. Like, an ice cream. Do you know what I mean? It's usually like a family of four. Mm. So, like, parents are some screaming little kids. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they always want sprinkles and shit, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. That's right. Yeah, no. And you should have listened to that one person who said... Yeah, listen to well, the one. Well, it's a shame he didn't have one person. Yeah, it is, yeah. Say, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. You know, go 
because maybe he could have. And yeah. You know, he might be a... Even if, like, uh, loads, Ice cream mogul. Yeah. <laughs> in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what... That's uh, just a story in relation to it. See, this is the other bit that the gypsy says to the boy, which he interprets it, which I really liked. Hmm. Um, because he says to her, well, how, how do I, how do I do it? How do I find the treasure? And she says that she can't turn dreams into reality. I only interpret them. So I can only tell you what they mean. Um, and what I took from that, which I liked was, it means that you have to find out yourself. Yeah. No one's going to do it for you. No, not at all. But they can, she, so she can tell you the meaning, go for it. But you have to go out and do it yourself which I, I like that, and it was kind of, um, and it's only you who can fulfil your destiny. Yeah. You can't leave it up to other people. No, not at all. So I like that bit as like a note of encouragement. Um, yeah, so he meets the king after the gypsy. We've already spoke about that, but mm. we'll, we'll stick on that, because it's still a poignant part of the book. This is the second part where it's kind of... Yeah, but he refers back to the king throughout. Yeah story doesn't he yeah like it's not like he meets the king and that's it no yeah um you know he still has visions and he has thoughts of their conversation mm. um, uh, he... throughout the book so he definitely plays a very big part yeah throughout the story um and he's talking to the king and another thing that the king says which i like was the ma- uh, king says um tells him the world's greatest lie and the world's greatest lie is is that we have no control over our future. It's BS. Yeah, that is the world's greatest lie. Do you yeah. do you agree with that? that? Yeah, oh for sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh understandably we all get dealt different hands. Yeah, yeah. Like we're all born into different like, you know, economical statuses. Um whether it's, you know, your your family are rich or, you know, poor or you know, you have an education system or you don't, etc. You know, but at the end of the day, what you do with your life is completely up to you. Yeah. And it is well within your control to change that status. You don't have to, because, you know, because you come from a poor family doesn't mean you have to be poor for the rest of your life. Hmm. You know, there's plenty of people that have changed their lives around. Yeah. You know, drug addicts, alcoholics, you know hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. There's plenty of examples out there. Tons. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, and it's, yeah, but I agree as well. It's like, you know, we, we have control over our future. Yeah. Because we, we get, get to where we are by the decisions we make, really. Indefinitely. Ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here, Santiago is tempted to take the journey and is not able to he's too afraid to take the plunge which we discussed you know the universe doesn't encourage it's at the moment where he decides that he he's going to go for it and actually sell his sheep and cross onto the what he calls the levant which is the area that's the wind that comes in the levant yeah. he calls it the wind yeah, that comes yeah. from uh, north africa kind of reminding him every day about his dreams and stuff and um he i know it down here that um the moment for him moment of clarity was the he realized that his sheep don't need him anymore no and that clicks in his mind and 
They don't need him anymore. Yeah, his sheep don't need him anymore because he, he the whole time he's been saying not to do it is because he's been worried about sheep. They need him and stuff. They but need actually, him for like food and water. He realised that, you know, he could sell them on to another shepherd and yeah. that's you know, that, and they'll that, be looked that'll after. Be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is reassuring if anything. Isn't yeah. It, so. Again, the meaning I got from it was and when it comes to uh, following our dreams, what we do it a lot of the time is we think about people holding us back mm. and whether they need us or not. We convince ourselves that people need us. Yeah. Because we're too scared. When to actually it's not true. No, not at all. A lot of the time, people don't. Like, don't you don't hold on to people who hold you back. No. No. Like the sheep you, were holding you. They back. were. Yeah, they were holding. Not they purpose. Was, yeah, they were sheep. stopping. Yeah. But they were the reason. Yeah. So you get you get that in different forms of life as well, don't you? Yeah. Um, like relationships, you know, sometimes one person's holding you back from moving on. Yeah. Um, not. It's not always on purpose. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's your choice to move on mm. from that. But. However difficult it may be. And if you broke up with them, yeah, they'd move on and get over it eventually. Yeah, exactly. They? Yeah. So you can decide and um so he yeah sells the sheep gets his money and goes on the boat Good and man. goes to Tangier first which Tangier is I think the northern part of Morocco or yeah so he yeah northern part of Morocco gets there that's the first stop he's at and he goes in there and he goes to a um like Who's a bar, the bar doesn't he? Yeah. and you explain what happens next uh well there's a guy that uh, approaches him mm-hmm um, and says that he can, um, is it take him to the dock? Yeah, tell him to take him to go get a camel, I think it was. Oh, a camel. Yeah, he can help him buy yeah. one, because he, the boy speaks Spanish. Yeah. Um, and obviously Santiago speaks Spanish, so they can understand yeah. each other, but because Santiago doesn't speak Arabic. Yeah. So first he of all, he's really. found, uh, someone to help him. Yeah. And so uh, initially he puts trust in this person that obviously speaks the same language as him and wants to help him out. Yeah. And he said, this is how much it's going to cost. So Santiago gives the guy his money. Yeah. But what also happens during that time in the bar, uh, the barman uh, starts shouting Mm. um, towards Santiago, Mm. or so you think. Yeah. Um, And then the boy basically tells him to... Uh, tells Santiago to ignore him. Yeah. Um, and then they go there, separate. They leave the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they leave the bar, and uh, they go through a marketplace, and it's very crowded. It's yeah. like peak time, basically. Everyone's buying, selling, traveling, etc. Um, and Santiago is being distracted by. Uh, the stalls and the people, um, but he's still trying to keep the boy within his sight. Um, and then he sees a sword. Yeah. Um, and so he wants to look at this sword. And in that time, he loses the boy. Yeah. That approached him in the bar. Yeah. That's a bit weird because he's still and, staring at the sword, isn't he? Yeah. For so long. Yeah. And then. He says he's too afraid to turn around. Turn around. So because, he keeps staring at the sword. Yeah. Because he's obviously got a feeling that the boy's no longer there. Yeah. Um, and obviously the boy's got his money at this point. 
inevitably what happens is that what well, he thinks that if he stays there, the boy's going to come back. Mm. He decides that the only hope he has is to yeah. wait. For the yeah. Boy. Um, but unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Mm. So the boy's long gone with this guy's money, yeah. with Santiago's money. I think the, the prayer evening prayer happens. So everyone uh, prays yeah, and everyone. then they pack up their stalls and leave. Yeah. So they go home. Yeah. And it's just him. Yeah, on his own. Left on his own, and yeah. he's feeling basically his money's stolen. Yeah. And he he's there in that situation, and what that he's in a place that he doesn't know. Yeah. In a language he doesn't speak. Yeah. And he he feels something that we we all feel is out of his depth. Yeah. Which is one of the worst feelings for people, isn't it, when you feel out of depth? So that's. Yeah. yeah. And he's miserable because of it. He's out of his comfort yeah. zone. Yeah. He's out of his depth. Yeah. And he's miserable. Yeah. That's basically what. Yeah. And that is a part of everyone's journey. Yeah. I think that happens to us. But then eventually, he changes his mindset, mm. and he realizes um, he's not in a place that he's um, well, his... just unfamiliar with. Yeah. It's just somewhere that's new. Yeah, that's the quote, isn't it? This wasn't. Yeah. He he tells himself this wasn't a strange place. No. It was a new one. Yeah. Because remember we we spoke about the it's the universe testing your courage. Yeah. Isn't it? Are you gonna give up now? Yeah. Here's another here's another blow. Someone's just taken all your money. Mm. You don't know anyone. Yeah. You don't speak their language. What are you gonna do? And also he learns. Don't trust someone. Because they make you feel good necessarily. Yeah. Which is a big one, isn't it? Yeah. Because out there, everyone knows, with you'll see everything, won't it? Um, do this today. It's kind of like when people want to lose weight, and it's like you magically lose weight yeah. in like 30 days. Drink this and it's detox not tea. healthy, it's yeah. not trustworthy, it's all fake. Yeah. And because he realises in the bar, that it the... seemed like the bloke was shouting at him, yeah. and you can trust him, yeah. actually, it he wasn't... was the one you can trust. Yeah, the barman was trying to save Santiago from... Yeah, I was telling him, don't yeah. trust the boy. Yeah. But obviously, Sanio doesn't didn't understand he Arabic. So. He placed his trust yeah. in the boy because yeah. he spoke Spanish, and that gave him comfort when he was scared. Yeah, and it was don't. I think again another metaphor for don't. Don't find comfort in anything. Just the easiest thing. Yeah. Don't look for something quick. Hmm. Basically, kind of thing. Don't. So he learnt then. You've got to learn who you can trust. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then after that. I might be jumping the gun a bit, but then he finds the crystal merchant crystal shop. Merchant, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he finds a guy selling crystal. Yeah, and the crystal merchant has been there for I don't know, like twenty years, something. Yeah, something this ridiculous. Is, yeah, yeah. This is business. The only thing he's ever done. Yeah, um, and he's not very busy. He doesn't have many customers coming in um, at all. Uh, basically, it starts out as Santiago uh, cleans his windows because. Yeah. He can't see him properly, so you can't see what he's selling. Yeah. And then he cleans his windows, um, and he asks for a job. And then suddenly, once he's cleaned the windows, I think some people walk in, and they buy some crystals. Yeah, he cleans crystal as well. Yeah. Um, and then after that, Santiago starts to propose uh, different ideas hmm. to the crystal merchant. Yeah. Um. The first one being, I think they place uh, an, a, 
cupboard at like the end of the the bottom of the hill. No, something? he says yeah. Put the, it, uh, a shelf. Yeah. Display. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. To yeah. attract people. Yeah. Who are passing go. by because they're passing by without. Because they're at the top of the hill, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. And no one wants to go up to the top yeah. of the hill because there's nothing up there. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he he has the great idea of placing yeah. the crystal get people noticed. Yeah, yeah. And he cleans the crystal as well. Yeah. Um, so he starts working for the crystal merchant. Yeah. Um, they start. They have a conversation about dreams. They do. The crystal merchant had a dream. Had a dream and to go to um, Mecca. Mecca. Yeah. Mecca. Mecca. Not Mecca. Mecca. I was and not not the bingo place either. I was, I was thinking McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, to Mecca. Yeah, to Mecca, yeah. I think in Jerusalem. I believe so. Yeah. I think. But yeah, all Muslims are meant to do the pilgrimage, aren't yeah. they? To go to Mecca and yeah, yeah. praise that big square wall thing, isn't there? And, yeah. Um, Holy Mecca. And that's his dream. Yeah, but yeah. And he never followed it. But he never followed it because no. he convinced himself. And here's an example of someone who gave up. Because. Hmm. Here's another kind of omen, basically. This is what it looks like to give up. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't in the courageous same place. enough to... Because yeah. Santiago works out. There's no reason why he can't go to Mecca. No. Uh, well, because he, uh, he didn't have enough money, did he? In the beginning, mm. when he yeah. first met him. And he didn't want to take the risk. No. To leave his shop. Because he stayed there for the rest of his life, basically. Because yeah. yeah. he had that dream a long time ago. Yeah. And other people did it. And yeah. said it was the best thing they ever did. Yeah. And he didn't follow through. Mm. Yeah. Um... And then Santiago will propose that they start selling tea mm. uh, from the crystals so that when people get up to the top, they can buy yeah. a drink. They can drink tea yeah. and that will make them want to buy the crystal. Yeah. Mm. What a banging idea. Yeah. Yeah. Smart boy. Yeah. So um, Santiago is there for about a year, I think. I think so, yeah. a year. Um, helps him make loads of money. Well, this is the thing. They have the conversation about the dream. Yeah. And... What that means is, the metaphor really is, because um, he says to him, there's no point going to Egypt, it's too far, yeah. my dreams go to Mecca, and I gave up, he's like, just save up money and go buy sheep and go back to being a shepherd. Yeah. And what happens in your life is, in real life is, you're going to meet people who are going to tell you it's not possible. Mm. They're going to tell you that specifically, it's not possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they told themselves it wasn't possible and they yeah. gave up. They didn't bother listening to, they didn't bother understanding or looking for the omens hmm. and um so yeah and what happens is Santiago decides that he's just going to work there this is and he's happy about how far he's come he hasn't accomplished what he wanted to do but he's he's gone far enough so he's going to save up money and then go back and buy his sheep hmm. at that point and then he has enough money and he thinks right today's the day I'm going to go back and buy my sheep and actually, he decides to get a ticket. Yeah, he's going to carry on. He's mm. going to cross the desert. Mm. They've got to cross the desert. Things get even more interesting yes. when he crosses the desert. Yeah, finds the Englishman. Yeah, he goes to what they call a caravan. I didn't know that was called a caravan, but a caravan is like a long, big group of people with camels and stuff who cross the the desert. Yeah. And there's like, I guess people would get carried in those things and like they're all just traveling together. I guess so, yeah. Um, meets the Englishman. Yeah. And the Englishman is on a quest to meet... Find the alchemist. Oh, find the alchemist himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and his dream, yeah, his journey is he's trying to... Turn lead into gold. Yeah, basically, and do all the stuff that master work yeah. is what it's about. Yeah. 
He's got loads of books as well, hasn't he? Yeah. And he and the boy and the Englishman start learning things from each other. Yeah. Um, which is quite interesting. Um, so they yeah, then things happen in the desert. It's a long story, isn't it? The stuff. It is, yeah. They get to the oasis. They do. And the oasis is a safe haven. Between. Yeah, no one can attack it. No. It's a place of peace, and yeah. everyone agrees that no one attacks the oasis. There's no weapons allowed in there either, is there? No. Because they have to give up their weapons and stuff. Yeah. Um. And where do we go from there? Because that's like a point be- before Egypt, the, the pyramids, isn't it? Hmm. It's basically from there, and then you can make your way to the to the pyramids. Yeah. Um. And he, so once he's at the oasis, um. He falls in love with a girl. Yeah, Fatima. Yeah, she Fatima. Standard name. Um, and he tells her about his dream and about what he wants to do. Yeah. And she's a desert woman, so if she understands that he needs to go mm. and do what he needs to do, and she will stay there and be there waiting for him. Yeah. Can you imagine having that faithful woman in your life? I don't, like, do you know what I mean? In, yeah. these, in these modern days, it's like... Will that ever happen? <laughs> but again, this is another representation for your real life. Is yeah. you know, find people and surround yourself with people uh, with the right people. Sure. That's another important thing about yeah, man, yeah. pursuing your your dream. Mm. Is surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. Because there you can do that, and you can surround yourself with the wrong people. So he finds Fatima. Fatima says, "I'll wait for you." Mm. You know, we're a woman of the desert, and we understand the men of the desert. Sometimes go and never come back. I'll wait for you to come back. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah. Then he meets a guy on a horse. Man on a horse rides in with a falcon. Yeah, on his shoulder. A hawk, no, a hawk. A hawk. On his shoulder, pulls yeah. out his sword, threatens to cut the boy's head off. Yeah. And the boy basically kind of stands up for himself. Yeah, challenges him. Yeah, and then um, the man pulls down his thing, his you know, cover and says, you know, um, I wanted, I want, I was testing you. Hmm. So it's the I'll, universe again. Yeah, it's the universe again. Testing him. Testing his courage, you know, telling him, um, oh, uh, yeah, anyway, and, uh, and it turns out that on the alchemist. was the alchemist, yeah. yeah. So he's part of the, he's part of the kind of universe and it's yeah. omens and stuff, testing his courage. He, he's still ready to carry on. Um, which I think happens to everyone, doesn't it? We always get that when we want to pursue our dreams. You always get so many times where you just get shown it's not possible. Yeah. You, know, you, get, you get to that moment where you're like, this is just not going to work. No, it? it's not going to happen. And I find a lot of successful people have actually, like, they, they've seen like they've had a lot of downs, more downs than ups. Yeah, to get to where they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To just yeah, so I think that's a, a we get tested, don't we? I think our Daily. courage is being tested all the time. Daily, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's also like overcoming distractions as well. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of distractions in this world. Yeah. Um, so he goes out with the alchemist for uh, a ride, doesn't yes. he? Yes. And he's out there and stuff, and he. 
and the alchemist is teaching them a lot of stuff about the language of the, the universe yeah. and things. And the boy sees two birds and one attacks the other and he sees this as a symbol doesn't he for something that's going to happen he gets he gets a vision yeah that someone's going to attack the oasis and obviously that and then he goes that to doesn't the, happen no but then he goes back to the um oasis doesn't he? he tells the chief yeah um that he had a vision that the oasis is going to get attacked um, I don't think they believed him in the beginning, did they? No, so what happens so, is the, he um, gives them back the weapons yeah. and says, look, if the attack happens, yeah. the boy will be right, we'll give him some, I think we'll give him some money yeah. and you'll, we'll have the weapons and we'll be prepared, etc. Yeah. If the attack doesn't happen, yeah. we'll kill the boy. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah, kill you. that was it, yeah. He's like, so the price he has to bet on this this omen yeah. and his understanding and how much he believes in it yeah it was his life yeah that's the price you, you have yeah. to put on it yeah and so it's kind of like a win-win for the leader of the, yeah. the oasis but also the boy is kind of like oh yeah. no oh my god oh no <laughs> yeah. well again because there's so many another test of courage is kind of you know another another lesson in life is you have to believe in what you're doing yeah so if you don't believe yeah. in it if you're not sure of yourself, yeah, you're no going to pay for it. Yeah, definitely. And so that's another yeah. lesson we have to learn about pursuing our dreams is, you know, be you have to believe. If you don't believe, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to go wrong. So this was a test of his belief. And then sure enough, the, another tribe, a tribe attacks the Oasis, yeah. but because they're prepared, they're able to... They, yeah, fend off. Yeah. Actually, I think the the, man, the leader of the tribe said, "We'll give you a gold coin for every man that's killed like of the of the enemy." Oh yeah, and it's like ten or something or twenty men oh, get killed. All oh, right, and he gets that that gold. That amount of coins. Yeah. yeah. And so the alchemist decides he's going to take him across the desert. Yeah. To um. Uh, to pyramids. Yeah. yeah, and he also talks. The Englishman finds him. He does. And he says. Um, before you can, because he says the uh, the Englishman says he wants to learn the master work. Yeah. And then the alchemist kind of says, "Well, have you even tried it yet?" Yeah. Have you tried? What have you been doing? Have you yeah. tried to do it? And it turns out all this time he's been reading and learning about it. Yeah. But he's never gone actually about doing it. No. So the Englishman gets excited and does something he's never started, which was the master work. Yeah. He was gonna do it. Give it, give it a go himself. Mm. Yeah. And then while they're on their way to Egypt, they come across a tribe. Don't yeah. They? And they get taken captive. Yeah. To a tribe. So they think they're spies or something? Do they think they're spies? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, basically. but they kind of yeah. just like you're yeah. crossing the desert, what are you doing? Or... And then the alchemist essentially goes, when they're taken back to their camp, I yeah. say, um, the alchemist, to a certain extent, stitches the boy up. Yeah. And stitches it's just like, him right up. Yeah. And it's basically like, right, um, you can kill him, because um, he gives him all his money first, doesn't he? Yeah. All the money he has. I have to. Yeah. He says, you, you know, you get away with all my money. So, well, yeah. what would you rather do? Yeah. You know, give me your life or your money. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, and he basically says, well, the boy's going to turn himself into wind. Yeah, harness the wind. Yeah, harness turn the himself wind. into the wind. Yeah. yeah, in like three days or something. Yeah. And he's like, 
and so they they accepted. But he needed three days to prepare. Yeah. yeah. They accepted the. Yeah. The He's offer. Like, well, if it yeah. Happen, I can... Yeah, I can kill him anyway. But he tells yeah. the tribe that the boy is the alchemist. As well. Oh, he did. Because he says, yeah, oh, he, he, tell, he tells them, he tells the king, this is the alchemist, and he's he turned himself into the wind. Yeah. Obviously, um, the boy Santiago is just. Yeah, like I don't know what you're on about yet. Yeah. But it's like, but then it's that belief thing as well. You've got to be able to believe. Another test of courage um, and belief. So then he first goes and finds... This bit's a bit of the book that's too spiritual, I think. Very, yeah. It takes a very quick spiritual turn. Yeah. That's what I found. But he finds the wind first. Is it yeah. the wind first? Yeah, no, he has to talk... Does he talk to the sun? No, that's 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 second. Well, he talks to the wind, and the wind he talks says, to the wind, I can't. And the wind says, the I can't, yeah, I can't talk to... I can't make you... I yeah. can't. I can't turn into it. And then he says, "You I have to the sun." Yeah. And he, he's starting so to then, learn that yeah. they have dreams as well. Yeah. So then the wind is known as like wisdom. Was it wisdom or was that the sun? Okay. I think it's the sun. Yeah. Um, but the wind has obviously travelled around different corners of the the earth and has yeah. heard whispers of has all different voices. names as well. Yeah. Like Le- Levant. Levant. Is one of the names. Yeah, yeah. And um, basically says to the boys, just like, I'm gonna blind are going to cover the sun so you can stare at it yeah it? speak to and, him yeah so you can speak to him it's okay so Santiago speaks to the the sun and it's like I need to be able to turn myself into wind and um, the sun being all all this wisdom is basically challenged because he doesn't know how to turn the boy into wind yeah and then the wind's a bit like oh yeah I'm enjoying this because mm. the sun doesn't know either yeah and then the sun goes, you're going to have to talk to the gods, or God. Is that right? Yeah, or God, yeah. Yeah, I think it's God. God. Yeah, you're going to have to speak to the Almighty, basically. Hmm. Um, and so the sun basically puts him in contact with God. Yeah. Yeah. And then basically says to God, I need to turn myself into wind in however many days. Well, no, it's at that time. Oh, at that, at that time. Moment, yeah. It is that time. So they're um, all watching, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they are. And he's basically in one spot, and then the wind blows and everything's yeah. going a bit mental, and then as the wind calms, he's in, like, a different spot. Mm. Mental. Yeah, and the, and then the idea believe. is he didn't actually turn himself into the wind. He no. just learned to speak to God and the universe. Yeah. The language, the universal language, yeah. which is the communication of all things. Yeah. What's your interpretation of the universal language? <sighs> Can't cover my answer pretty, either. It's pretty deep, isn't it? Yeah. Um, connection. Yeah. Unspoken connection is yeah. my interpretation of universal language, like yeah, omens. Yeah, fair. Like I actually, to a certain extent, I believe in omens. I just think, I believe things are signs of encouragement. Yeah. If you want them to be, because you can also turn around and go, well, no. No, yeah. yeah. Not everything is. No. You know, I don't believe in like um you know, uh not star signs when you know, um oh. called your um horoscope. I don't yeah, mean horoscope. Uh, no. Oh, it's like the sun's gonna move or the um yeah. the Jupiter's gonna be in this place. I don't believe in like that. No, it's BS. But I believe like um I dunno. Like it just if something pops up hmm. just happens to pop up and goes, Oh, you should do this and it's like, What? That's what I wanna do or, Yeah. Like reading this book, finding a certain book, yeah. or meeting a certain person. Yeah. 
that will go. It's like this oh, is I can supposed help you to. Do this. this is either supposed to happen. Yeah. Or it's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, my interpretation of the universal language is a unspoken connection, mm. an understanding of things. Um, yeah. So he turns himself in the wind. Uh, they make him like a part of their group, don't they? Like a chief. I don't know, yeah, but they basically carry on to do what he wants to do. Yeah. And they stop at the, where the alchemist lives, I think. Yeah, because the there's a conversation that he has, doesn't he, with the alchemist. He goes, you can stay here and you can develop through the years hmm. and become like higher up in the ranks and no longer follow your dream. Yeah. Or you can leave now and you can... Yeah, and he gives him... He, and so the alchemist yeah. takes him into the tent Yeah. and turns lead into gold. Yeah. Because... He says, well, I want to prove to you that I can do it. Like, you yeah. need to see me do it. Yeah, yeah. I've done through all this thing, giving you the whole big talk. Yeah. I'm just going to... And he does. Give me, yeah, yeah. And, um... Because he, yeah, because he makes the boy do it as well, doesn't he? Because he wants to see if the boy can do it. And, yeah. Um, turn himself into the wind. Um... Um... Yeah, so then he... He gives him some money... Because he, um, they, they, he says this quote, doesn't he? He says, um, what was it? If something happens once, mm. it's unlikely oh, to happen again. Yeah, yeah. But if, if it happens, happens twice, a second time, yeah. it's definitely going to happen a third time. Yeah. Meaning consistency, Just, keep going. Yeah. Um, if you, if I was you, a little bit confused by that, to be honest. Yeah, I think it just means to keep following your dream if you, if you can. Because if the more you do, the keep more going. things you're going to make happen. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit superstitious. But. The ending, I think, is the best part of the book for me. So he goes, he goes to the pyramids and he finds the pyramids. They're yeah. there. Can't believe it. There, you know, he says, "What was the man talking about?" Because the, the crystal merchant said, "Oh, they're not even. You could build them in your back garden." Yeah. Obviously, not, he's never seen them. So no. what does he know? Yeah. That's another kind of metaphor. You know, sometimes people don't know what they're talking about. No, they're talking. And so shit. don't listen to them. No, exactly. Um, and he sees the pyramids. They're magnificent. Yeah. And he, he sees the place. He's overwhelmed by their beauty, isn't he? Really? Yeah. yeah. And he sees the place in his dream, the exact place where the, he's like, I know it's hidden here. Mm. So he digs and digs and digs and digs and digs. And um, Those guys finds nothing. Yeah. And some guys turn up and um, ask him why. Doesn't he find a bit of gold? I don't know. Not there. No? And um, he digs and digs and finds nothing. And um, these guys turn up and go, what are you yeah. doing? Something yeah. Like, um, it's like nothing. He says about oh, I had a dream about treasure. Yeah, I'm digging for it here. And then no, they he tells him that after, doesn't he? Keep... Oh, oh yeah, exactly. no, they tell yeah they tell him keep, to keep dig digging. digging. Yeah. They beat him a bit, don't they? Yeah, they beat him black and blue, and they yeah. tell him to keep digging. And like they're basically thinking, if he finds it, if he's telling the truth, we'll take it. Yeah, and whatever. He finds nothing. But they find he's got money on him as well, don't they? Um, yeah, they take it. They take his money. Yeah, but he um, the guys go, but then one of them comes back, and he says. You stupid idiot! He's yeah. like, I had a dream once yeah. that um, I had some. I, I would find treasure buried in under a tree yeah. in Andalusia. Yeah. In a in a like a what's it called? Like empty chapel kind of thing. A monastery. Where he starts the book, where he's asleep, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, on yeah. A tree. Yeah. That's and he says, is. you know, I had a stupid dream about that. Yeah. Dreams are stupid. Yeah. But, and then the boy realizes he yeah. starts crying of happiness. Yeah. Because he realises, I know where my treasure is now, which is back home. Yeah. And uh, what? Yeah. What did you? How did you interpret the ending? What did it mean? Um, it can be a bit quite confusing when you read it at a start. You're like, what? 
Yeah, try and interpret is. So, my interpretation of it is. See, we got like five minutes left. Yeah. Um, yeah four. It was the 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 treasure, or all the stuff he needed to do it to achieve his dream yeah. was inside of him all along. Yeah. He just had to discover it. Yeah, basically. He had to go out and learn about it, and it's kind of the idea. Before finding it. We have, or it inside of us always. Yeah. But it's only the ones who. Who have the courage to pursue their dreams will go out and get it, discover it, find it. But it's always within you. And he goes back, doesn't he? Yeah. And goes he picks home, up the tree, finds it, finds the treasure, yeah. and then he opens up the treasure and it's full of gold Gosh. coins and crowns and stuff. And then he chucks the two, Urim. Yeah, um, for a minute. In because they're part of his treasure now. Yeah. And he found his treasure. Yeah. And then he and then he gets a, a some the Levant comes, doesn't it? And then he says, I'm coming, Fatma. Yeah. He's but he's also there. got to pay the... Um, oh, yeah, he's got to pay the Gypsy and Gypsy, stuff. yeah. But that was the good bit about the ending I liked, was yeah. the, that him and that man were linked. Yeah. Because one went to find his treasure, he's followed his dream, and the other didn't. Yeah. And he had nothing, yeah. and he had... And now he's out treasure. robbing people, yeah. And the idea is, have the courage. Yeah, to go out. That's the message to anyone yeah. listening to this, have the courage. Yeah. Follow your dream, read it's, The Alchemist, yeah. listen to the book, guys, and follow your dream. Whatever it is, we believe in you, yeah. because this, you listening to this, yeah. while you're hesitating about following your dream, yeah. is an omen. Yeah, we are telling you to yeah. go out and do it. Where the universe telling you, the universe yeah. put us here, yeah. to do this, to tell to you. To do this podcast, to tell you to go out and follow your dream, whether it's to become a ballet dancer... If it is a billionaire or, and you become a billionaire, yeah. find out who we are and give, yeah. us, give us some money. Like yeah. the gypsy says, give us a tenth of your treasure. Yeah. One tenth each. Yeah. Not one tenth between us. So what? Um, what did, yeah. did, out of ten, what would you rate the book? Um. Eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. You liked it. Did it surprise you because yeah. you don't like fiction normally? Yeah, I'm not really into fiction, but that was nice. It was a nice, good. It was like an easy read. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to follow. Um, and you kind of you're a bit like oh what happens next? Did it did it give you any encouragement to keep keep going with your your dreams in life? Yeah for sure yeah yeah um, I think it wakes you up and it also opens up like a thought process into other aspects of your life. Yeah. Um, it's not just about just generally following your dreams but also knowing like who to let into your life. Yeah. Who to let go of. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll finish, we'll end on that. We will. That quote that I really liked was, um, it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting. It is indeed. And we'll sign out on that. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye.